An assessment expert is warning that the consequences of imposing co-requisite testing and literacy and numeracy to pass NCEA could result in students giving up entirely without completing school. Now, from 2026, students must pass tests in reading, writing and maths before they can receive an NCEA certificate. But Charles Dar is a chief researcher at the New Zealand Council of Education Research. He doesn't think that is a good idea and he joins us. Now, uh, kia ora, good morning, Charles. Tell me, so why, why is students passing a test in reading, writing and maths, why is that too onerous? Yeah, Maureen and Ingrid. Um, the reason it's too onerous is because um, the level it's set at the moment is, is too difficult for many of our learners. And um, where we might want our students to be performing at that level, many of them can't. And so they're not passing these tests. And what that means is they're going to have to um, have multiple goes at it, which um, you know sometimes will result in them getting it. But is, I think at the same time going to, to make them feel very negatively about the experiences they're having. It's going to disrupt their normal learning. And I guess most importantly, it, it could really endanger them in terms of being able to just complete their normal schooling and, and the strengths-based things they've done through NCA. And so many students won't be able to achieve their NCA because this is required in order to, to get to that end point. Why are the students not well prepared enough that they can pass those tests? Are the tests too difficult? Is the teaching not adequate? Are the students just not good enough? What's gone wrong there? I think it's it's a combination of things. Um, I mean, absolutely in New Zealand, we know that we want to raise those standards. That's every right of every New Zealander to be numerate and literate. But at this point, where we've set um, the difficulty levels um, is, for many students, just too too much, especially in a test kind of situation. So uh, that, that brings in another idea, which is that sometimes the test itself can be a really hard thing to overcome. It's high stakes, it's short, there's three of them, um, and you know, you've got to be prepared and ready for it. Um, so yeah, all of those things combine, um, but what it's left with is individual students at the end of their journey when the qualification system is actually defining what they get to do at school, having to cope. And um, you know, I, I don't think it's good enough just to, uh, to let them fall by the wayside at that stage. We've got to be giving them a qualification system they can engage in and that they can thrive in um, and succeed in. Yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying there, but you also talk about raising standards. So how do we raise standards while also doing – are you f- philosophically opposed to testing? Uh, uh, a test bad? Not. I don't think tests are bad at all. I think tests are a a fantastic toolbox. I've spent the last 20 plus years of my life designing, developing and doing testing. But I think when we put everything on a test, we bring with it some consequences and we've got to be really careful that we're ready for those consequences. I absolutely um, believe that we have to do more and we have to raise our standards in literacy and numeracy. But we've got to also be very careful about thinking where assessment plays its role in that. And a high stakes, very disruptive test which many students aren't ready for, can be incredibly disruptive. So what's the alternative? Well, I think the alternative is to um, decouple the NCA award itself from a co-requisite. I think students should be able to show literacy and numeracy and get an award in that. Um, and for many students, that will be a great thing that they'll be able to credential themselves in. And we've got to make sure that when we do that, we're true about um, what it means to have that qualification. So there has to be good, robust assessment that leads to it. But at the same time, where they succeed, where they go through pathways that lead them into life and they're succeeding and reaching the standards, we've got to acknowledge that. And that's 
the great thing about NCEA. It gave many more students than ever before the opportunity to find pathways into different uh, ways of, of using school to thrive. And, what, and that's what we've got to succeed in. What do you say to parents or to employers who, who, who don't trust that system, though? I mean, the NCEA has been, well, uh, you know, it's constantly being... Um, tinkered with, uh, to say the very least, that we don't have a concrete thing that we can say, yes, these students can read, write and do maths if we're taking away that, that rigorous form of assessment. Yeah, I think I want them to look at the transcripts that the students are bringing to them so that the students can show um, through those transcripts what they have achieved, what they have reached the standards in. And I am absolutely saying that students should have the chance to make sure that they can show that they've got literacy and numeracy standards as part of that. What I don't want to do is to, um, to, to blot out all the achievements that they have done just because one test might have got in the way. And I'm really worried that these tests... Um, for many students, could actually stop them being able to come to an employer and show them what they can actually do. I think that would be more detrimental. Appreciate your time this morning. That is Charles Dar, Chief Researcher at the New Zealand Council of Educational Research, uh, who doesn't think that the uh, co-requisite tests uh, being added on to NCEA uh, is a good idea.